This is the show that gives you a daily dose of happy, uplifting, feel-good stories from around the world. Welcome to another episode of Wonderless News. I'm Hoyt Christopher. Let's get right to it. All right, our first segment is Family Saves Unicorn Dog from Euthanasia Due to Its Head Bump. This is a beautiful story. So this dog named Strawberry, a.k.a. the Unicorn Dog, had been traveling for the last two years from uh, shelter to shelter because of this massive bump on its head. And uh, just no one wanted to adopt her. She seems really sweet. She's like a pit bull mix. And this lady, Kristen Coleman, a mom in South Pasadena, had uh, seen her online and seen pictures of Strawberry, and uh, aka the unicorn dog, and told the Today.com show that she knew she had to adopt Strawberry because, uh, you know, after seeing updates about her online. So she said, I quote, I just kept seeing her picture pop up on the foundation's Instagram page and she was still available. She just had such gentle eyes and, you know, I had never seen a dog like her ever before. So now she fits right in with Kristen's family. I love that. You know, it's um, our pets are very unique to us. Some people would argue that sometimes we pick pets that somehow are similar to the way we look or act. Uh, I know we've heard this before. So uh, it's great that Kristen found this beautiful strawberry dog, uh, saved her from being euthanized. And she is, she's like a little unicorn. And, uh, you know, great story. And thank you to Kristen and other. Uh, other saviors like her out there that are saving dogs from being euthanized just because someone, you know, one person doesn't want that dog. There might be another person around the corner that does just like what happened to strawberry. So great story. All right. Next uh, segment, 81 year old best friends plan their next adventure after world travels. This is great. So these two friends, both uh, 80, 81, uh, and from Dallas, Texas, uh, Ellie and Sandy, they decided that they wanted to go and travel around and do some really cool, fun adventures. So on January 11th, 2023, both at age 81, they said, let's go somewhere fun. They started with Antarctica and went up there, and then they ended up just traveling around for 80 days. They saw the the, um, the Northern Lights up uh, at Lapland at the North Pole. Uh, they went to the deserts of Africa and the great ancient structures of Rome. And I quote, they said, we're not wanting our comfort zone. We're wanting an adventure. I just love that. I mean, I'm 52 and I would love to do that. But at 81, I'm trying to imagine how I'm going to feel and what I'm going to want to do then. Is it going to be sit on a couch and uh, watch TV or play Yahtzee or cards with my friends and my wife or try to throw in a couple uh, rounds of golf? I don't know. Or maybe it's going to be doing this. Maybe my wife and I, <laughs> I'm thinking it's my wife. We'll see. She might be like, no, I'm not going there. I think she would, uh, you know, travel around and go see the Northern Lights and go see Rome and I think this is great. More of us should have that adventure spirit, don't you think? 
<laughs> um, all right, so it's time for our wonderless moment of the day brought to you by Rise by Shaman Angelina. She has an amazing store on Etsy where you can find some incredible handmade gifts, jewelry, uh, mostly necklaces, uh, bracelets, and earrings. Check her out. The link to her uh, link to her page on Etsy is in the description of the show. So check that out. But let's take a moment. Our moment of the day is where we get to relax for a second. You can close your eyes or keep them uh, or keep them open, and we'll uh, see the video if you have uh, access to our YouTube channel here or on the video podcast and listen to the music. So let's go ahead and take that. Moment. Ah, just love that. It just has such a great energy. She does such a great job. Thank you, Rise by Shaman Angelina. Check out her store on Etsy, Rise by Shaman Angelina Etsy. It's incredible. So, all right. So our next segment is Gardner's visionary idea: turning seaweed in seaweed, seaweed, seaweed into a sustainable bricks. Okay. This is an ongoing thing that we've talked about, or at least once before we talked about hemp concrete or hempcrete as they call it. This is something that uh, down in Mexico in the city of Cancun, uh, the, the city, uh, the government says, look, they have a whole crew and a system in place to remove 40,000 tons of seaweed that collects on the beach after it sits for a while. It actually ends up smelling like rotten eggs. It's nasty. I've smelled it before. It's not fun. So, of course, because Cancun's such a huge tourist destination, they're clearing this out. Well, this guy um, from Mexico, Jesus Vasquez Sanchez, he goes, no, 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 no. Let's not do that or at least clear it and then give it to me. Then he ends up putting it into a uh, to a kiln. And heating up, and he makes these sustainable adobe-like bricks out of it. And the material is approved for building, uh, at least in Mexico, from what I can tell. He started a company called Sarga Block to market the bricks. And it's being highlighted by the UN Development Program as a stroke of brilliance and a sustainable solution to a current environmental problem. Amazing, right? Because we hear about concrete and, uh, you know, obviously how incredibly strong it is and it's helped us build massive, massive cities and buildings. But here's something that's more sustainable. It's environmentally friendly. I'm sure it probably uh, decomposes much more easily than concrete. And uh, it's, a, you know, something that on the beaches of Cancun and other places like that, it's found the seaweed where, you know, it's not going to end up back in the ocean. And from what I know, it's not going to benefit going back into the ocean when it can be used for something like this building material. So I love this. I think this is a great problem that they're tackling in Mexico and probably in other uh, countries around the world. And it looks like if the UN is looking to back this, then uh, Jesus really, really uh, struck a gold mine. So uh, congratulations to him and Sarga Block. Check that company out. Uh, again, great story. Love to see things utilized in our environment to build what we need around the world. Um, okay, so now it's time for our wonderless thought. And let's talk about that. Let's actually talk about briefly plant-based building materials. So we had talked about uh, hempcrete, right? So again, using a, a product, the hemp plant, uh, and taking that and making it into these uh, concrete-like concrete block blocks. 
and uh, helping to build houses. And I know that before we talked about how it, you know, it was very, not just environmentally friendly, but very well used, uh, uh, you know, as far as keeping uh, the buildings insulated. Um, I think it was also that product was uh, fireproof or uh, at least, um, you know, could withstand a lot of heat and not just burn up. So again, now we've got seaweed that can be um, made into adobe like bricks and you can build houses from that. We've also, uh, I've read and, and heard about, um, you know, uh, building houses that have more of an eco-friendly sort of uh, structure to it. Meaning I've seen some buildings where they put gardens on top, which essentially obviously gets a lot of light. Um, so that's good for growing certain plants. It can even be used in some buildings on the top of buildings in New York City, uh, I've seen that they've doing these uh, these uh, outdoor gardens. Uh, some of them are like uh, aeroponics, aquaponics, uh, which is util utilizing very little water. And then, of course, um, well, I guess both are different, right? Um, aquaponics is using, I think, more water. Uh, aeroponics is using uh, intermittent sprays on the roots in a sealed environment. So anyways, not to get too technical, but I think what I like about this and this thought is utilize looking at technology looking at our environment and how can we improve the way we live improve how we use energy every day all the time to keep heat and cool and and sustain ourselves as human beings and uh protect us from the environment i think we need to keep looking at this obviously concrete got us so far just like fossil fuels have gotten us so far and yes we still need fossil fuels i i can't say that in my lifetime we'll see fossil fuels eliminated completely and maybe never, right? But reducing those that are there uh, can be incredibly um, uh, harmful to the environment. Like you saw coal was a big one. Now we're starting to do less coal because of, you know, how it affects the environment. Uh, gas, petroleum, obviously is something that we're going to start pulling away from, but there's always that balance, right? With the balance between fossil fuels and, and, and um, you know, renewable energy. Where does that balance happen? We got to find it. I don't have the answers, but that was my wonderless thought. So listen, uh, if you have a positive feel good story that you would like to tell us here on the show, please email me at wonderlessnews at gmail.com. Uh, and then we will talk about it here on the show. Uh, also, if you want to like the show, subscribe to our channel, follow us. Uh, we are on uh, YouTube uh, as a show. We're also on 11 different platforms as a podcast, uh, so you can find us there. Uh, you can always find us as a podcast or, um, or a video show. Like us, follow us, all that fun stuff. In the meantime, listen, thanks again for watching and listening. I'm Hoyt Christopher, and I will see you tomorrow.